Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Unapologetic Awakening. So today's episode I'm super excited about because I have my own personal experience with this and today's episode is going to be about finding your own path. So I'm very excited to talk about this because I feel like a lot of people have this struggle where they feel very confused about life, they feel lost, they feel confused on what way to go, if they're going to take the right path, if they're going to take the wrong path. Do they just conform to society because that's what's easiest? Do they step into the unknown? But then again, that's scary. And I just want to talk about this overall because I feel like I've personally had my own experience when it comes to following my own path. And it wasn't an easy path. And I'll tell you that it's not easy to follow your own path, especially when you're stepping out of the normal or stepping out of what those loved ones around you are used to. Like, let's say, for example, if you're in a family of doctors or if you're in a family of lawyers and they expect you to follow in their footsteps and you don't want to, then they look at you a different way and then you're seen differently and it's very scary it's very scary overall to just find your own path so in this episode i definitely want to just dig deeper on all aspects and kind of just share my personal experience with it as well as just tell you different parts of finding your own path and kind of overall by the end of it hopefully i just encourage you to trust yourself embrace your uniqueness and hopefully i help you to know how to take the necessary steps to forge your own life path but yeah let's just get into it now okay so the first thing that i want to touch on when it comes to finding your own path is i kind of just want to discuss the societal pressure it is to conform to a certain path and the importance of what it is to finding your own path and following your own path and not feeling like you need to conform to societal pressure and i had this experience because right after high school just like everyone else they tell you go to college get a job after you get a job, follow the corporate ladder, follow, follow that one job that you wanted that you learned in college. And after that, then you know you work for a, a crap ton of years and then you retire and then that's it. And obviously, when you're 17, 18, 19 years old graduating, you're you like have no sense of life, like no sense of direction in life, I feel, despite like based only based off of what school is teaching you or what society is teaching you and I feel like they don't help you understand what it is to like want to do your own things or like I know of course there's like trade schools out there and there's other options but I feel like in high school they never taught me oh if you have a hobby try to do that hobby or like they never emphasized it as much as they emphasize college like all you hear in your high school is like get good grades or you won't get accepted to college or do really good or you won't go to college or figure out what you want to do right now or the counselors would always tell you okay well do you have a path right now what do you want to do in college and it's so much pressure to figure out what you want to do at such a young age and I feel like like I'm I'm still a kid you know like I'm still a kid when you're graduating I feel like I look back to that age and I'm like how do they expect us to come up with one thing, like one career path that we want to do in this life. And it's so much pressure on this one career path. And if you don't do it right, and if you don't pick the good career path that 
gives you enough money or that is perfect for what you want to do or that will give you a good life. Like, oh no, that's the worst thing in the world. So you want to make sure you pick the right career path. And it's like so much freaking pressure. And especially if you don't have a true passion about what you want to do, or like you don't have like a certain idea of what you want to do, it's even harder because you're like, well, what do I do? What do I do? And they don't give you other options. They just tell you that's the only options. And I feel like after high school, of course, I went to college because what else was I going to do? That's all I knew. And I went to college the first semester. I got good grades, but I was so unhappy. I was so unhappy because I was just like, so mind you, I went to college to be a nurse. That was what I wanted to do. And I got good grades, did human anatomy good, even though I hated it low key. It was like so much freaking memorization, but I did it. I did it good. I got good grades, but I never felt this passion. I just felt like I was just learning and learning and learning. And like, I didn't feel happy. And I was just like, well, this is what I got to do. You know, this is what society tells me I have to do because they don't give me you any other option or they don't help you understand that there are more options. Um, and yeah, I, after high school, I went to college, but after a semester, I think I only went for like two, I I think I went for like a full year or two years. But after I went after like a certain amount of time, I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I just don't want to do this anymore. I felt so unhappy. I felt like I was just doing it just to do it. And mind you, once COVID happened, I was still in college and once COVID happened and once everything went online, you think I was actually doing work? Heck no. Like, bro, at that point, like after I did stopped going to college in person and I was just doing it online and I had to basically teach myself all this stuff, you think I was actually doing it? Heck no. You'll catch me online searching up the answers, basically copy and pasting stuff. Like literally, I wasn't even learning at that point. And at that point, that's when I think I hated it even more because I was just like, I'm literally just teaching myself all this stuff. And I wasn't even teaching myself. I was literally just finding the answers online and I wasn't truly like grasping the information. So I was just like, I'm not trying to be a nurse when like I'm literally copying and pasting all this stuff and like doing all this stuff where like, what if I become a nurse and they're like, oh, well, you should have known this like the first semester. And I'm like, oh shit, sorry. Like during COVID, I copy and pasted everything and I wasn't really learning because I had to teach myself, you know? And it was just so hard. So at that point, I was just like, I think during COVID is when I truly realized like, all right, this is not what I want to do anymore. Like, I don't want to follow this path. I'm not happy. I don't want to become a nurse anymore. Like, I just, I don't want, I don't know what I want to do. And that's the thing too, that it's so scary when you don't know what you want to do, but you just know that you don't want to do that, you know? Like I just knew I didn't want to stay in college, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew that I for sure don't want to be in college anymore. So that's what I did. I dropped out. I left college and I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I didn't officially drop out. I just told them like I was just going to take the semester off And then it ended up being forever. But um, yeah, like I just didn't want to do it anymore. And that decision was very scary for me. Very, very scary because I feel like it's so scary to be in the unknown. It's so scary to not know what you're going to do with your life, to not have a path. But then again, when you look at it, it's like you can look at it that way. You can look at it in a way where it's like, oh, my God, it's so scary. Like, what am I going to do now? 
Or you can look at it in the way where I try to look at it now, whenever I'm in that same headspace, it's like, what are you going to do now? Like the opportunities are endless. Like there's so many possibilities of what you can do. Like get excited instead of seeing it in a way. I feel like that mindset shift also helped me um, to not see it in a way where it's like, what am I going to do now? Like kind of scared, but rather see it in a way like, oh my God, there's so many things we can do now. Like the possibilities are endless. Like there's so much we can do now. We can do anything, anything that that we want to put our minds to and set our minds to or hobbies that we like, like we can do all that now. And I feel like that mindset shifts help you, helps you kind of put your mind at ease that you're not in this place of unknown, even though you are in this place of unknown, but the unknown doesn't have to be scary. And I feel like society definitely makes you feel like it is scary because they're like, no, you have to know what you're doing. You have to have a path in life. If you don't have a path, like, no, that's horrible. That's scary. And I feel like it doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be this huge, scary concept where it's like, oh my God, I don't know what, I want, what I'm going to do with my life. Instead, it could be like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life, but I can do anything. Like, you know, so that's I just want to touch wanted to touch on that topic first because I feel like society definitely puts a pressure on you and I feel like you guys need to understand that it's okay to not conform to society it's okay to not be it's okay to not be scared of the unknown not that it's it's okay not to be scared of the unknown but it doesn't have to be scary to be scared of the unknown because that's all society teaches you it teaches you to be scared of the unknown but i'm just here to tell you that it doesn't have to be scary it can be very optimistic it can be seen in a very optimistic way and it can be seen as like wow i have so many opportunities now now that i'm not restricted because college restricts you in a way now that i'm not restricted to just do one career path. Now I can do anything I put my mind to. So that's just the first little section that I wanted to get into. Okay, so the second topic that I want to get into is the dangers of comparison. So oof, I have a lot to talk about this one because I feel like, especially after high school, I feel like you're constantly, constantly, constantly in this state where you're comparing yourself, at least this was for me. I, I don't know if I can speak for everybody, but I feel like some people can relate and resonate with this. But I feel like I was constantly comparing to myself to all my other friends and all the other people that I went to high school with. And I was comparing myself to where they were in their lives. And did they go to college? Or And if they did go to college, I'm like, oh my God, like they're so much farther than me because I had dropped out at that point. So I was looking at all of them and I started to see that some of them already had their associate's degree and they already had their bachelor's degree. And I was just like, fuck, like I'm behind. I'm so behind. I'm so behind. And comparison, what's the what's the the famous saying that comparison is the thief of joy or something along those lines? And it's so freaking accurate, dude. It's so accurate. It's like every time you compare yourself to someone, you're just stripping yourself away from that joy that seeing that you're not at the point that they are and you're putting kind of like them on a pedestal that they're so much further than you. And social media doesn't help either because on social media, obviously you see that everyone's in this happy state, positive mindset, and you're just like, 
Like sometimes I would look at social media and that's why I had erased Instagram too. Right after high school, I erased Instagram because I was like, no, like that's going to make my comparison even worse because I felt like I would always do that. I was always comparing myself to people and being like, oh my God, they're further than me in life or they already have their career set in mind and I'm over here still confused. And it just made me feel worse about myself, honestly. Like comparing myself just stripped me of so much happiness and so much joy that I felt like I just felt so lost at the at that time in my life and I felt so confused on my path and I feel like comparing yourself to other people who are already set in mind on what they're doing in life it makes you feel so much worse that you don't have your shit together you know like that it makes you feel like you don't have your shit together and it makes you feel like fuck like how is everyone else ahead of me and how am I so behind so I definitely want to talk about comparison um and just comparing yourself overall hinders your ability to find your own path and I want to emphasize that so much if you compare yourself to someone it literally hinders and like it kind of creates this blockage of you creating your own path because like let's say for example you're comparing yourself to someone who's in college and they're going to be like, let's say like me, for example, I wanted to go be a nurse. And let's say that I had a friend that I'm comparing myself to and I'm like, fuck, she's already like in nursing school right now. Like, damn, if I wouldn't have dropped out and if I would have stayed on that path, I would have still been a nurse. And then I start thinking to myself, well, should I go back to school to be a nurse? Should I like be a nurse because like she looks happy and she looks like she's like making like about to start making bank and like she's doing all this should I go back and it starts kind of making you question yourself and question your own morals like even if you and like question your own decisions like even though I know and like in my heart I knew like no dropping out is this decision for me because I know that like school is not like making me happy it's making me depressed it's making me anxious it's making me feel all these negative emotions And if I know for a fact that it's making me feel that way, yet I see someone else that's further than me doing the thing that I was supposed to be doing, that comparison creates this blockage in your mind where it's like, all right, since you're comparing yourself to someone, you don't have, you don't, how do I explain this? If you're looking one way and you're looking at everyone else and what they're doing, how do you have the time? You're not going to have the time and you're not going to be able to look at your own vision and look at what you want to do. You need to stop looking at what everyone else is doing. You need to stop looking at what everyone else's path is and you just need to focus on you. And if erasing social media and getting off of social media helps that do it I got off of social media for so long I didn't have Instagram for so long I just recently made Instagram again a month ago I think it was because I would compare myself so much and it was like a habit that I needed to stop doing and I knew I needed to stop doing it so I erased social media so that I didn't even have the temptation to look at other people and that helped me so freaking much like so so freaking much because it allowed me to look at my own path. It allowed me to stop looking at everyone else, stop focusing on everyone else, stop focusing on what everyone else is doing and think like, what do I want? You know, have you ever asked yourself that question? Have you ever asked yourself like, what do I want out of life? If no one else was here, and I saw this quote actually that I think this would be perfect to say right now is I saw this quote or I saw this saying or someone had said it where they were like 
if there was no one and there was no expectation and if you did this certain career path that you knew that if you did this career path, it would make you happy. Like it wouldn't make you happy because of the money. It wouldn't make you happy because of what people are going to see you like, you know, like um, status, like pick something that you don't need, regardless if people are going to see that you're doing it or not, it's still going to make you happy. And I knew that nursing wasn't that. I knew that I was only doing nursing for the money. I was only doing nursing because it gave me like a stability and it was a good job. Um, I was only doing nursing because I knew that people saw nursing as a valuable career path and they saw it as, oh, like if you're a nurse, ooh, like, you know, like status. And I realized that that's the only reason why I was doing it. I wasn't doing it because I loved it. I wasn't doing it because I felt passionate about it. I wasn't doing it because it's truly, like I truly enjoyed like helping people and taking care of someone. And I mean, it sounds kind of shitty, but like I wasn't doing it for those reasons. And I feel like if you're if you're not doing it for the right reasons, why are you doing it? You know, like nobody wants to be, be like, you always see these nurses that hate their lives and like, not hate their lives, but like you, you can tell that they just hate their career and they hate like what they're doing and they don't enjoy life. And they act as if they hate their lives because you're just like, they'll give you an attitude. Or I've seen so many nurses when I go to the hospital that they're like so mean. And I'm just like, if you're not passionate about this, why are you even working here? You know what I mean? And trust me, I understand it's very hard to be a nurse, but like, I'm just saying like, you need to be doing it for the right reasons. So if you take away all the expectations, if you take away status, if you take away money, if you take away all these things, would you still be passionate doing it? So definitely, definitely, definitely stop comparing yourself to everyone because if you keep on comparing yourself to people, you're never going to find your own path. You're creating this own blockage within yourself of not being able to find your own path because you're so focused on everyone else. If you stop focusing on everyone else and you just focus on you, I promise, I promise, I promise, I promise your path will come to you easier because you won't feel this expectation of, oh, this is what everyone else is doing. I should be doing this. Or you wouldn't question your own values because you're not looking at what everyone else is doing. So I highly recommend if you have to do it, erase social media, but I highly recommend to just focus on you and stop comparing yourself to other people. Okay, so the third thing that I want to talk about is role models versus self-discovery. So I feel like when you're on this path of finding yourself, I feel like it's very normal to have role models in your life, you know, whether that's your mom, whether that's your dad, whether that's like a family member or someone that you look up to. It's normal to have role models in your life, but there are benefits and there are some drawbacks to having role models. And let me tell you, so when you have a role model that you look up to and you you want to emulate who they are, who they are or you want to embody some of their qualities, that's a good thing because if they're good qualities, of course you want to embody them. But at the same time, the drawback is that it can hinder you 
from following your own path because if you have a role model who they're not following a path that you want to follow you might feel restrained from following your own path because since they're your role model you don't want to let them down and you want them to be proud of you for what you're doing so like let's say for example one of my role models growing up was my uncle he was the first one in my family like on my mom's side to go to college um he's an engineer he went to uf and he was a huge role model for me especially because i was like i want to go to college i want like he's an engineer now for for bp and he's very successful very wealthy and i would always look up to him and i was like wow if he can do it and he's in my family i can do it and like he just gave me so much motivation and inspiration growing up and i feel like I wanted to follow in his same footsteps. I wanted to go to UF. I wanted to, I didn't want to become an engineer, but I wanted to work a job that gave me stability and like a really good income. I wanted to do all these things because he was my role model. But the bad part about that is that when I thought about dropping out of college, he was one of the people that came to my mind because I was like, he's going to be... Like, he's not going to be proud of me. He's going to tell me that I'm making a mistake. He's going to be, like, telling me that I shouldn't do that. And, like, he's just going to look at me differently. And I didn't want to let him down because he had done so much for himself that I wanted to embody those same qualities, you know. And I feel like the problem is that is that I literally stayed an extra semester in college just because... I remember calling him and telling him like, oh, I don't know if I want to do nursing anymore. And he's like, well, what would you do? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like maybe I can do something else. And he was like, well, as long as you're doing something in college, he emphasized in college. And I was like, oh, see, like I can't drop out. Like I can't drop out. And me having that conversation with him led me to sing another semester in college, even though I know that that wasn't the path for me. So you see what I'm talking about? There can be benefits and there can be drawbacks to having role models in your life. But you have to realize that. How do I say this? I'm trying to find the right words. You have to realize that in life. You have to find your own path through trial and error. And sometimes that means letting your role model down just because you might not be following the path that they followed. And I feel like a lot of times, sometimes having a role model holds you back from pursuing your own path. And I definitely wanted to put this little section in here because I feel like that holds a lot of people back from pursuing their dream life. They're like, oh, well, if I pursue my dream life, my parents aren't going to be happy. My loved ones aren't going to be happy. Maybe even my friends aren't going to be happy. And it's like, you need to stop thinking about everyone else and start thinking about you. If they love you and if there are people in your life who care about you and they love you and you're someone who means a lot to them, even if they are disappointed with what you're doing, at the end of the day, they should still love you and care about you, you know? And let's say, and the the funny thing is that like, at first, some people might be against what you're doing. 
until you become successful. And then that's when they're like, oh, I always believed in you. Or, oh, actually now I'm proud of you now because what you did is like ended up being successful. So my advice would definitely be to, if you have a role model, take their advice with a grain of salt. And I say this because if they're not living the life you want to live, even though, yes, of course, they have qualities that you want to embody, but if they're not living the exact life that you want to live, why would you listen to them? Why would you listen to them? And let me give you an example. So let's say, like, for example, if someone's living a life, they're successful, they're working a nine to five, Yes, they are successful and they're doing amazing career-wise, but they're working a nine-to-five and you don't want to work a nine-to-five and they're giving you advice. Like if you go to them and you're like, hey, I'm thinking about starting this business. Um, I don't know what to do. I, I would have to leave my like secure stability corporate job, but I really want to start this business because it's what I'm passionate about. What do you think they're going to tell you? They're obviously going to tell you the advice or some some advice that embodies the life that they live. They're going to be like, oh, no, 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 no. Why are you going to leave stability? Um, look at me. I'm working a corporate job and I'm happy and I'm like they're going to tell you most likely most of the time they're going to tell you what they would do, you know, so and then that's going to make you feel like. Ugh, like never mind and it's gonna make you feel discouraged and it's not gonna make you want to do what you want to do and that's the thing we always know ourselves what we want to do and usually when we ask people for advice it's because we just want to feel that validation of that our plans are actually good and our plans we can do it we just want validation that we just want validation overall and if you ask someone who's not living a life that you want to live why would you listen to them you know, and my biggest advice that I found has helped me is start following people on social media, start looking at people on YouTube and, and Instagram and start literally embodying and taking in all the knowledge of people who are living the life that you want to live. Like, for example, me, my dream life is to be able to travel the world and get either have a remote job so that I can be able to travel the world or get paid to travel the world. And I started literally filling up my mind every single day of knowledge of people who are actually living this life currently and hearing how they did it and hearing you could even get like a mentor who's living the life that you want to live and that would help you out. You know, start creating role models or start finding role models even though yes you can still have the role model that's not living the life that you want to live but if you want to feel empowered and you want to feel validated and you want to feel like your dreams aren't too big and you want to feel like your dreams are doable and your dreams can be done Start looking at people who's currently living the life that you want to live. Start looking them up on YouTube, looking at YouTube videos on how they ended up doing that, on the steps that they took to do that. And I promise you, everything will come easy. I promise you, everything will come so easy because 
you won't be in this state of surrounding yourself with people who aren't living the life that you want to live. And that's the thing. Sometimes you're not going to have a role model in your life who's living the life that you want to live. And that's the truth. I don't have a role model in my life who's living the life I want to live. I don't have a loved one or a family member or friends or anyone in my circle who's living the life that I want to live. Yes, some people have the embodiment, you know, they have certain qualities, but they're not living the full life I want to live. And that's hard. It's hard not to have someone around you who's not living the life that you want to live. But the thing is that you have to be your own role model sometimes. And sometimes you 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 have to be the only person in your family who who goes down this path. But what's going to make it easier to do that is by surrounding yourself and constantly putting knowledge in your head of people who is living this life. Like I said, watch YouTube videos. I follow so many people who on TikTok, I follow so many people who is living the life I want to live so that when I scroll on my For You page or scroll on my following, they show up and it keeps me inspired and it keeps me in this mindset and it removes this resistance that you have or this blockage that you may have that like it's not possible. The second that I started following all these people, having all this come up on my For You page is the moment that I felt like my dreams were doable. It was the moment that I felt like, wow, I can actually do this. Like it's not, my dreams aren't too big. Like I can actually do this. Look at all these people that I'm following who are doing it. If they can do it, why can't I? And that's my biggest advice is that follow people and watch videos and literally fill your head and your mind with and surround yourself with this energy of people who are doing exactly what you want to do. Because then it will show you that it's not hard. It will show you that it's not out of this world to do. It's not this huge grand dream that you have. It is doable. You just have to surround yourself with the people who are doing it. And the energy of the people who are doing it. So that you feel inspired. Okay, another thing that I want to talk about is finding inspiration. So if you were like me and you were like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. Like if you dropped out, if you're still in college, but you feel like college is whatever you're studying currently, it's not what you want to do forever. That's okay. All you have to do is find inspiration. So right after I dropped out, I felt very confused and I was like, what am I supposed to do now? And something that I started doing that started helping me was finding hobbies and exploring new hobbies and interest. I highly, highly, highly recommend this because once you start discovering, and mind you, if you're not a person, if you don't already have, like if you're, if you were like me, I was the type of person where I was just like, you know how people ask you sometimes they're like, okay, well, what, what do you like to do? Is there anything that you like to do? And I'm like, I mean, I like to watch Netflix. Like I like to binge watch shows. I mean, there's not really much other than that. Like I don't do anything. You're not, it's not that you're not creative. It's not that you're boring and you're just lazy and like all these things that you might be thinking of. It's just that you haven't taken the time to do hobbies and find interest And this is my biggest advice. If you're at the point right now where you're just like, I don't know what I want to do. That's okay. The possibilities are endless. 
all you have to do is start doing hobbies start start playing a new instrument start like literally there's go online right now and search hobbies or new interests like something to try and there will be a list of things to do a freaking list of things to do and i promise you you'll start once you start doing a hobby what if that hobby ends up being what you want to do for the rest of your life and like you don't even know or if it's not something that you end up doing for the rest of your life you just added a hobby to your list of things that you like doing like for example after i I like while I was in this place of like not knowing what to do, I started to read books and I wasn't I used to like, I okay, um, this is why I started to read books because I saw this while I was looking for hobbies. It was like try to think back to things that you enjoyed doing when you were a little kid, whether that was playing outside, whether that was playing a sport, whether that was doing something like specific, try to think back to what gave you so much happiness as a kid. And I remember I used to read books all the freaking time. The book that I would read the most is Junie B. Jones. Bro, Junie B. Jones had me in a chokehold. Junie B. Jones had me in a freaking chokehold, dude. I remember reading her in elementary school or like when the book fair would come around, I would like stock up on all her books and i loved junie b jones i freaking love junie b jones and i remember and like it was crazy because it was something that i didn't even remember i enjoyed doing so much and i was like oh my gosh i forgot i would read her all the time so what did i start doing i didn't read junie b jones again but but i started to read books and i started to buy more books and i was like maybe i like books like maybe i can start reading more books so i started reading books and i loved it from that point on i started reading books every single day every single day and that was a hobby that i found that i loved to do and i didn't even realize i loved it so that's just one example but like there's the possibilities are endless for hobbies and like it could lead you to something more like let's say for example i could love books so much that i'm like you know what one day i want to make my own book and then i become an author or like let's say for example you start learning a new instrument and then you realize that you have a passion for music and you become like a singer you become a guitar player or you become something with that instrument and you start making your own music and that's what you end up doing you know like you just don't know where this hobby could take you i remember like after doing a hobby i would like feel so inspired and i'm like oh my god i want to do this forever like for example another hobby that i took on was making jewelry i would like when i became like obsessed with crystals not obsessed but like i was like oh my god i love crystals i was like oh my god i want to start making these crystal necklaces myself so what did i do i bought all the supplies and i started making crystal necklaces myself and i got so inspired and i'm like oh my god what if this can be my business what if i can start making crystals for other girlies and i hand make them and like that made me feel inspired so the goal of what i'm trying to say is that start doing hobbies if you feel like you have you know like you have no interest and no hobbies and you don't know what you would want to do with your life 
just start hobbies start a hobby and i promise you that one hobby could lead you to finding out what you want to do for the rest of your life and it's so exciting it's so exciting to start a new hobby it's so exciting to start finding something that you want to do so and especially when you start doing it you can start doing it every day and you grow a skill within it so even if you don't even if the hobby doesn't lead to something further that's just a skill that you add onto your list so i mean it's there's no disadvantages to doing this there's only benefits so highly highly recommend finding a hobby Okay, something else that I just wanted to touch on really quick before I end this episode is embracing the unknown and trusting yourself. So I just want to talk about this because I just want to end off this little section with me telling you that I know it's scary. I know it's very freaking scary to not know what you're going to do with your life, to not have a plan set in place, to not know where tomorrow is going to take you because you don't know what you're even doing today. Like if you dropped out of college, you're like, oh my God, now I don't have a schedule and I don't have to like a schedule every day on what to do. Now I'm just in this place where it's like lost. And I know that may be scary and it may be scary to have all these uncertainties, but you have to acknowledge that there's always going to be unknowns and uncertainties in life. But that can be led to exciting possibilities. Just like I said in the beginning of this podcast, it's just the way you perceive it. Stop seeing the unknown as this scary thing and start seeing it as this exciting thing, as this exciting opportunity for you to do anything that you want to do. Now you're not limited. Now you have an immense amount of things to do. And I know that sometimes it feels easier to have like a set plan and to know exactly what you're going to do. But if I'm being honest, the moment that I stopped having this certainty in my life and I jumped into the unknown, even though it was scary, everything just fell into place for me. And I promise you, everything will fall into place for you. The universe will never leave you empty handed. And I promise you that. If you just fall into the unknown and you just trust in yourself, trust in yourself, trust that you are capable, like trust your instincts and trust that you are capable of taking on anything that life throws you. Think about all the other things that that life has thrown you and you've been able to combat. Think of how strong you are and how you can do all these other things. So why wouldn't you be able to do this new thing that life is throwing at you? You know, taking risk is necessary in order to find your own unique path sometimes and i feel like jumping jumping into that unknown can be very scary but i promise you on the other side is so much fulfillment and an example that i can say about jumping into the unknown and it rewarding me is me leaving my hometown and leaving comfortability and that's also another thing that i want to say is that sometimes it feels safer and it feels comfortable to stay in comfortability to stay in like comfortability to stay in the life that you've always known you know sometimes it feels comfortable like for example me living in my hometown it felt comfortable it, i literally knew my way 
around town. I didn't know a map. I didn't need a map. I knew I've lived there my whole life. So I knew exactly where to go. And like, I just felt such a big comfortability living in my hometown and coming to a new state felt so scary. It was like, oh my God, well, what's over there? Like, you know, like I'm comfortable here, but like, what's over there? Like, that's kind of scary. Like, I'm not trying to go to a new state. Like, what will my life be over there? All these questions. And it's like, stop overthinking it. Just know that there's so much exciting possibilities on the other side. The example that I was going to say is me moving out of my hometown to come live in Texas. When I tell you that was the scariest decision, and I also have a podcast episode on how I manifested moving out of my hometown and like the story of that, if you guys want to check that out, um, because I go into depth about it. But I just wanted to use that as an example because it's like that moment was so scary for me. If you think that jumping into the unknown is going to be like not a scary decision, I promise you, like it's going to be the scariest decision of your life because you're getting out of comfortability. You're getting out of everything that you know. You're getting out of all that and you're jumping into something that you don't know what's going to happen on the other side. You're kind of like playing Russian roulette where it's like, it could go good, it could go bad. But the thing is that you need to stop looking at like, worst case scenarios and start thinking just I had my therapist tell me this because I used to I I was telling her how I always look at worst case scenarios and she tells me she told me that there was this thing called catastrophic it's not syndrome it's like this thing where like like a it's like this uh, thing where like people do it where they basically like catastrophize like a situation and they always think like worst case scenario before it even happens. And I feel like I would always do that. I would always think worst case scenario. I would always think like, oh my God, what if the worst thing happened in the world? But she was like, just as you give so much energy to that, to that like worst case scenario, why don't you give that same energy to best case scenario? Why don't you think about, okay, best case scenario, it could be the best thing in the fucking world. You could, your life could change. You could find an opportunity that you never would have found if you didn't take that leap of faith. And me moving out my hometown, scariest day of my life, scariest freaking day of my life. I literally cried that day and I was like, oh my God, am I making the right decision? Fast forward to two years, me living here, best decision I made in my entire life. And I think myself, I think that version of me that was scared and I think that version of me that was terrified and was kind of like on the edge of a cliff and scared to jump, like not not the edge of a cliff, kind of like just like on the edge of like, you know, like the edge of something where you're like scared to like jump in and kind of like when you're skydiving, you know, like, and you're like on the edge of the airplane and you're like scared to jump. But then when you jump, it feels like the best feeling ever. It's like that same concept. Like I was on the edge of my seat that day and I was like, oh my God, this is the scariest decision I've ever made. Like, what if I'm making a wrong decision? And it was the best decision I've ever made. And I think myself so many times because I'm like, if I would have been scared and if I would have stayed in comfortability, I know I wouldn't have loved my life and I know I wouldn't have enjoyed my life as much as I enjoy it now because now I've embodied this new version of me, this new version of me that jumped into the unknown, this version of me that I would have never got if I would have stayed in comfortability. 
So I definitely just want to encourage you to trust yourself. Learn from learn from trial and error, you know? And if you let's say you do jump into the unknown and let's say it doesn't go as planned, okay? And now you've learned from that and now you know what to do next time, you know? There's never bad that can come from it. You know what I mean? Just always try to think best case scenario now and just know that the opportunity and whatever is meant for you in life will never miss you. I promise it'll never miss you. And if you jump into the unknown and if you trust in yourself and trust in the universe, everything else will fall into line. I promise you. Okay, guys. So that's the end of this episode today. I'm so excited. If you made it to this this part of the podcast, I'm so excited that you made it to this part. I'm so excited that you got to hear the different steps or the different kind of tips and advice that I have when it comes to finding your own path. And something that I just want to say to end off this podcast is that you can do it. You can do it. It's it's going to be scary. I promise you. It's going to be very scary. It's going to feel very uncertain. You might disappoint some people along the way, but I promise you, future version of you is going to thank you just like future version me, like just like current version me, I mean, is thanking that version of me that was scared to take that decision and take that leap of faith. I think that version of me all the time because I'm like, wow, it was so terrifying to do it. But now I reap all the benefits. I reap all the benefits now of moving out of my hometown and living somewhere where no one knows me and being able to like embody this new version of myself without feeling the pressure of being surrounded by people who knew me my whole life and know this only one specific version of me. And it just feels amazing. And I just want you to know that you can do it. You're capable of doing so much. And I know that finding your own path, it's not going to be an easy road, but I promise you by the end of it, you're going to look back and you're going to be like, I'm so freaking happy. I made that decision for myself. Do it all for you. Do it for the version of you that, do it for the inner child version of you that wanted to live this huge dream life. Do it for the version of you now that is visioning this dream life that you want to live, but you might think it's too big or you might think, oh no, that's not possible for me. Why wouldn't it be possible for you? Why wouldn't it be possible for you to live a dream life? If there's other people currently living the life that you want to live, what's different about them that's not in you? Nothing. You guys are both human. You guys both have a beating heart. There's nothing different about someone who's living the current life that you want to live. You guys are literally the same exact like person at the core. There's nothing different about you and the person who's living the dream life that you want to live. You just have to learn And you just have to be surrounded by that energy and embody that energy so that you can live that dream life. So that's all I want to say for this episode. And I'm so happy you guys heard it and heard everything I had to say. But I love you guys so freaking much. And I hope to see you guys in my next podcast episode. Bye.
Also, also something I just want to say, um, I didn't say it, but I just want to say that at the end of these episodes, I always, if you didn't know, and if you haven't noticed it already, I always at the end of these episodes, I have like a little Q&A where I write down like, how'd you like this episode or something about the episode? Like, just like basically like a question at the end of the episode after you heard it. So I would really love if you guys started writing in the Q&A and responding because it makes me feel more connected to you guys and I'm always reading these and it makes me feel just happy to know that you guys heard the episode, happy to know that you guys understood the information and it just makes me so excited. So I would love, love, love if you guys were to participate in this Q&A and write your answer and whatever you think and that would make me the happiest person in the world. But okay, once again, I love you guys so much. Please don't forget to write in the Q&A for this episode and for all my other episodes. And I'll see you next time.